Hey, Night Owls. Welcome to Isn't It Past Your Bedtime. I'm Krista. And I'm Rachel. And this is our second April mini. There are yeah, minis. Yeah, there's so many that we are covering this month. So like the last one, this is a yaw, you know, it's great. So we did a combo since there's three Thursdays this month. We did, we each did a mini and then this is like our little combo where we each read a book or we read the yeah. same book. And I think yaw yeah, was like a really good topic to pick. I don't know. Like I feel like springtime is when I want to read yaw. Yeah. It's like, yeah, definitely. I don't know. I don't know if it's like the sun or whatever, but it makes you like feel like excited. And like, that's very much like how yaw books like feel to me often. Like mm-hmm. there's a lot more like excitement than there is like with like the suspense books or whatever. Like it's much more like first love or like something new and like interesting going on. So. Yeah. And I feel like I can read them quicker, which sometimes I like that when it's like a nice summery springy day, whatever. Like I kind of want to like power through. I don't want to be sitting here stuck on a book where I'm like, oh, and there's like all this dark murder and mayhem. Sometimes I'm just like, yeah. I, want, I want the light and I want the fluff and I love it. I don't care if I'm 30. I'm always going to read y'all. Like I'm going to be They're 62 definitely reading lighter. Oh yeah. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. Like, sometimes you just really want a really good like Valentine's Day story from some high school. Who yeah, knows? Exactly. So the one that we covered for this, uh, you, I think you told me to read it probably like five or six years ago or something like that. And I just never, got, ago. I never got around to it because it came out in like 2008, I think, or something like that. Yeah. I read it in high school. Yeah. Cause I ended up getting the version I got was like the 10 year version or whatever. They like redid the cover. So oh. like, that was the one I didn't even realize it until I was reading the uh, letter from the author in it. So we read um, the uglies by Scott Westerfeld. Whereas I guess it's just uglies, isn't it? It's not the. Yeah, I think it's just ugly. Just uglies. Yeah. So this one is set. It's kind of dystopian-ish, yeah, a little bit. It's like in the, it's super in our future. Like we have destroyed the earth basically. And good job, some, humans. Yeah. But that's fine. There are some super smart humans who like figured out a way to kind of fix it. And so we're in this town and there are other towns that are like this but this is the only one that we're in and that we know of. we don't we know that others exist which don't know anything about them but yeah basically so you're born and you're a little although i think it's actually pronounced different but i couldn't figure it out so i just called it's them supposed littles. to be littlies like uglies so oh that makes more sense i tried a couple yeah. times in my head to read it and i just so i just called them littles i did the audiobook and i always called them littles too when i read it and i was like it doesn't make sense but whatever okay. yeah like i knew it was wrong but i that makes sense littlies and uglies that does make more sense so you're a literally until you turn 12 and at that point you like live with your parents and once you turn 12 you basically kind of go to like a boarding school type place and then you're officially an ugly so until you're 12 you're not considered ugly because your face facial structures and everything like that like aren't set in stone you're you're still growing and so then you're an ugly from 12 to 16 and then after 16 you get to go have this surgery where everyone is made pretty based off of like the they figured out like the scientists people figured out kind of like what the ideal beauty is of like your eyes are so far apart and your nose is this right shape and like and you can kind of play around like a little bit kind of picking out what you want but basically apparently like the surgeons pretty much just do what they want at the end well yeah and I think it's really interesting that they like basically do this operation because they've decided that like the destruction of humanity came down to things like there being inequality and getting jobs based on like what people looked like or what their perceived background was you know based on money so like they try to basically get rid of like classes they try to get rid of race yeah so, everyone like, is the exact same like skin tone everyone's now. the exact same like which I think is actually kind of shitty like there's just some things that I don't love but like I get yeah. the whole point is like 
they weren't sure what to do when the world was essentially destroyed. And so they, d- they decided that like the problem was that there's inequality. And so we'll just make everyone the same. Yeah. Cause I you're just, not going to be, there's no fighting and wars and stuff. If everyone is the same and everyone, yeah, is- if everyone has the same access to everything, like everyone has the same rights, like there's no issues. Yeah. And so like when you're ugly, like everybody has a nickname and this part is mean, I mean, okay, it's fine. Cause everyone gets it, but basically your worst feature on you is what they call you. It's now your nickname. So the main character, Tally Youngblood, so she has like kind of squinty eyes. So she they call her squints. And then the like one of her friends, like Shay, apparently is too skinny. Like she's skinnier than a pretty. So she's too skinny. So they call her like skinny. And then her best friend, Tally's best friend ever, Paris, apparently nose. has a big nose. So they call him nose. And it's so just bad. like and like I think pretty they call people acne. Like yeah, that's like in like the whole concept. Can you imagine it. like yelling for someone like, "Hey, cystic acne." Yeah, and you're like, "Oh, cystic." <laughs> oh, okay, good, cool. Not me. Whoo, sweet. Ooh. Yeah, and like the whole idea concept behind it is that if everybody is all being judged and made fun of, they're all ugly. So like, it's not bad, even though like nobody really likes it. Just you know. know you're ugly, and they like basically like highlight those worst years of literally everyone's lives, where you're like you're bone structures and things are still like settling like you're still growing yeah like, it's so sad really exactly yes it's terrible it's all these things that like you can't change by yourself but they can because once they turn 16 they get to have the operation they turn the pretty operation. and then I think basically like 16 to probably 25 ish is like your pretty years where you're just getting like hammered and drunk the whole time which I do love is that oh the new pretty they haven't yeah so you're a new pretty is that either they the scientist people have figured out how to cure hangovers and they just don't let the pretties in on it or like which that's like a little bit you learn in the second one but I even like remember like hearing about the parties in the first book they talk about it and like people are hungover and I'm like you did all of this but you couldn't stop the hangover <laughs> you don't have a pill I can t- I still have to like ugh. so after it's you're a new pretty okay true so after you're a new pretty then you go become a middle pretty and you get like another surgery and you become like more like refined whatever like, you have to go get a job it, yeah they like change things slightly so they like make your like cheekbones a little bit more severe like they kind of like basically give you those features that like kind of would go with being kind of middle-aged essentially like they they kind of make you look like you've lived some years and so you no longer are like a doe-eyed like smooth skin pretty like new pretty like they make you like age kind of but with a surgery instead of naturally no one naturally ages yeah and then you become like an old pretty which are like a crumbly and they just like send you out to like the corner of town and you just go like like but you're still not even like old looking generically old how we would perceive an older person to be you're just but yeah they call you crumblies they think old is like 45 like that's basically it like like the middle pretties are like basically childbearing years Mm -hmm. like it's like when people have their kids yeah which i guess at 16 i thought 45 was old also so yeah it's fair like perspective wise but it's just interesting that as a society they might made that decision because like i don't know how long the crumblies live i just have so many questions about it but Mm -hmm. (sighs) anyways that's the basic society structure for this world that we're like dipping into now um so basically tally's best friend paris gets turned into a pretty because you know that's what you do when you turn 16 and she has uh three months to go until her birthday so tally is like pretty upset about this and feeling really alone because she doesn't have any other friends like paris was her best friend and they agreed like you know best friends forever but she 
decides that she wants to go like see Paris. And so uglies do things that they call tricks where they basically kind of like go out and misbehave in her general hooligans. And it's just like, just like accepted that like the uglies yeah. do this. And I, think I love that's that. Like, funny. Yeah. The entire society is like, yep, you're just going to misbehave a little bit as an ugly. And we're going to have four years to do that. We're going to pretend we don't know. Like, obviously they know this stuff. Yeah, I mean, they have surveillance everywhere, like, they know, but um, Tally decides that she's going to go into New Pretty Town, because it's, like, just across the river, so, like, literally from her house, she just, like, watches the New Pretties party all the time, like, lights, and, like, it's just ridiculous, yeah, right? and it's so like, sad, oh, just, just I guess it's, like, it incentive, in. though, you know, it's, like, for an ugly, like, they get to watch, like, that happening, and, like, they want to join it, like, they want to be part of it. That's true, yeah. I was always uh, reminding them of what's to come. Yeah, so like, because like literally she, I mean, they're in dorms essentially. So I, I imagine it's just like an entire row of windows, like looking onto mm-hmm. New Pretty Town. So um, so Tally decides she's going to pull a trick. She's going to go see Paris. Um, so she sneaks into New Pretty Town and she ends up like having to kind of like disguise herself because being an ugly New Pretty Town is something weird. And she finds this like mask that has this like special like, plastic that forms to your face and so she puts it on and it's a pig mask because she the first party that she encounters is like a masquerade party and there's like some machine like shooting out a bunch of different masks and so she's like well it can't be worse than my face um because <laughs> she's not supposed to be in there and uh so she basically goes to find paris's mansion and when she gets to their mansion they have like a black tie party going on and so her and this like pig mask is super out of character for like so any place here. everyone's like what the hell there's a pig here so like all these like drunk new pretties are like following tally around the mansion trying to find her and like literally like here piggy piggy like it's so mean <laughs> it's so bad um, it's so bad so she basically ends up finding paris and paris is like different like she knows that he's like physically changed and uh i mean obviously like his smooth skin is all like perfect and his eyes are like enhanced and like his nose is nice now you know but like she just feels like there's like a weird disconnect between them which i think is interesting that they like bring that up at the beginning i think it's important um because being a pretty is not all it's cracked up to be and i think that's like literally the entire purpose of this book um and so she's just like that's weird like what's your like who are you essentially and so he's like kind of disgusted with her because she's like muddy and like he's like not amused that she is here and so he basically like shoes her out of the building and he's just like okay well yeah exactly he's (laughs) like well you need to leave and the only way you can get out of here at this point because people are looking for you is to jump off the roof there's some bungee jackets up there good luck Mm -hmm. like which like i was like homie like you can i was like where she dies yeah So uh, anyways, Tally does that. She does end up, you know, escaping. This is literally like the first chapter of the book. Yeah, this, so we're is, not super this is super early. Yeah, super basic. Like it's basically telling you like why Tally does what she does and like who she is and generally setting up the, the premise of this book. And so when Tally's leaving, um, she thinks that she sees a uh, a warden. So like one of the middle pretties who like gets to like govern the area where the new pretties are, you know, make sure everyone's safe and keep the barrier secure between them and uglies whatever and so she's like oh crap i think there's a warden like hanging out in the trees and so she like stands there for like a really long time like so long that the book describes her being sore so like because she was like crouched down or whatever it was and see so she's like yeah like like, trying not to move at all yeah and like under a bush because she saw like a figure like by the river and she's like well damn it like i'm caught like that's exactly like this is over i'm not i'm never gonna get turned pretty because like they would always threaten uglies that like if you got caught doing a trick like they won't turn you pretty like that's like the big threat in the whole society we won't make you pretty yeah you'll be ugly Um, forever 
And so she like finally decides to move because she's like, well, maybe I'm just like not seeing the shadow or whatever. And then uh, I think she calls out to it maybe to see if it's like actually a person because she's like starting to doubt herself. Something like that happens. I can't remember how, but yeah. Basically, this is where she meets her new friend, Shay. So Shay is very different than Paris and Tally were where they're sitting there dreaming about being pretty one day. Shay has a bunch of friends who decided not to be pretty. And so now Shay is like by herself um because like some of her friends have turned pretty and some of them haven't um because i guess there's like a bunch of rebel kids basically yeah and they like managed to find a way to escape out of town to a, like this like place called the smoke that like nobody it's it's kind of like urban legendy of like does it even really exist nobody knows yeah. but it's it's like the like it's a thing to look forward to if, if you're like oh this is i'm gonna hold on to this thought so like her buddies who didn't turn pretty like ran away and she chickened out and so now she's still there and then her and shay have the exact same birthday or her and tally have the exact same birthday yeah so then they kind of like start hanging out because they're both excited because they're like oh see like we'll go turn pretty together like we're not gonna get left behind again and so right. like that kind of really helps like build that bond early on and then shay taught her how to like trick a hoverboard so that way they can like ride it out on like rivers where they're not not necessarily supposed to go but the hoverboards are very cool um in this book like honestly i wanted a hoverboard so bad want, after oh my this. god yeah i was like oh my god because i guess like all of the town like like pretty town and stuff they have like grids like metal grids in the ground so like the hoverboards like work on the grids and stuff yeah so it works but, like, everywhere in town but like shay being like part of this like more rebel-y group who's you know looking for other alternatives to becoming pretty potentially because you know there's always a rebel group um they they basically find like these old ruins like I guess that kids would go to for like school field trips or whatever but like they would go at night and so like there's like these old ruins that they would go and explore and so like Tally learns about things like roller coasters like she just doesn't know there's so many things about the Rusties which is like the world before yeah I was like we're Rusties (laughs) yeah the world before pretty world like us now basically we would be considered rusties like people who were wasteful you know we we go through a bunch of trees we pile up all of our garbage like things are not recyclable like literally just all of the stuff that like we don't reuse and so shay basically kind of teaches tally a bunch of things about rusties that like maybe there's schools left out or like didn't really talk about um so i think that was pretty interesting um part of shay's story plot line um i don't really know how far we want to go yeah um i think we can go just a little bit longer so on like the day or i guess not the day like a week or so maybe a couple of days before their birthday um they kind of have this like fight because basically shay finally tells tally that like there are like the smoke she's like the smoke is real i've met this mysterious man named david like he's real like let's all run away and tally is like She's like you're crazy yeah she was like no like what why why like we want to turn pretty that's the whole point so then they get in this big old fight and so shay does end up running away but tally is like no thank you ma'am i would very much like to say I, I would like to be pretty no and so like and like she's like super bummed obviously like she just like made this like new friend like in like three BFF. months yeah they became like super close they're supposed to turn pretty together all these things and then shay runs off and so then it's like the day of her 16th birthday or whatever and she finally goes in the doctor's office but then like she has to wait for a really long time she's wondering what the heck's going on and then she gets taken to this other place and she's basically and i'm not going to tell you all the things but she's basically given like an ultimatum of like well i guess i don't even think it's an ultimatum it's a it's a threat right it's a you're gonna do this thing that we want you to do or you'll be ugly for life and so then she's just like what do i do and she has to decide and 
Yeah. It's honestly like very much of an adventure after this. Like I, mm-hmm. I feel like Krista and I've been talking about like the beginning of this book and like how this world is built for like a really long time. But like that is a big part of the first like third of the book. And then after that, it's like one giant adventure. Like she gets to go, you know, beyond where she has gone before, like hoverboard wise. So there's some cool stuff out there in the world. Yeah, like she, she learns all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. She has like a bunch of weird, like interesting experiences. She meets a lot of people. Um, her perception of, you know, basically her entire life changes in a very short period of time. Um, this is a really good book. I, I really love this book. Krista and I both immediately bought the next book because I was like, oh crap. It like really ends on a cliffhanger too. So like be prepared with that next book if you feel like you're going to be into it. Yeah. Book one, I would definitely say, so ugly, I would say five out of five. Absolutely yeah, five loved out of it. five. I've read the second one now which is called Pretties. I give that one a three out of five because there's less adventure. And without giving anything away, there's a certain word that is repeated so many times you want to, sh- like, I would love to never hear it again in my life and that'd be fine. But oh, no. I understand why it's there. Like, I've, if you go read any reviews for the second book, like a whole bunch of people will tell you what it is. They'll say what it is. And they'll be like, like, literally, they'll give it one star review. They'll give up after 20 pages and be like, the word is in there so many times. But it makes sense when you think about the life and what's going on in the book. So, but this book, the series has what, four books, I think? Yeah, I think four. It's like what, uglies, pretties, specials, extras, or extra specials. One of the, I can't remember the order of the last two, but there's yeah. four. Yeah. So, and I mean, and I think if, if the second one is going to be, cause I think it has to, it's going to turn after reading the second one. Cause the second one also ends on a really good cliffhanger as well. And so I think, so I'm going to get the third one. I'm waiting for to get it from the library, but I think if it kicks back up, like this whole series would be absolutely worth it. Even like, and maybe a three and a half, maybe a four. It just wasn't as good, but yeah, still no, definitely recommend that. it. And I like that it has the two different kinds of covers. So then you can pick like, do I want the OG cover? Or do I want the new pretty cover? I picked, I picked the pretty cover, mainly because it was what was available at the time, but I like it more. I'm glad I got it. I understand. I understand. Yeah, no, this is a this is a really solid pick. Like I said, I even read this in high school and then reading it again now, like I was like, wow. Yeah, it held up. Like, <laughs> no regrets. Because sometimes, you know, you read stuff that you used to read or whatever, and you're like, oh, why did I think this was good? Yeah. What I found interesting, so like I said, I, is that I got the 10 year anniversary copy. And so there's a letter from the author to the readers. And he was like, basically like, hey, yeah, like, this is the 10 year anniversary. And he was like, I've gotten so many letters from people who like, in every different part of their life, like when they read it at first, and they've reread it, and all four books they are like, they always can relate to Tally somehow, like, everybody can experience the feeling ugly. So everyone can experience the things that happened to her in the second and the third and the fourth books. And so he's like, he's like, I love and appreciate you guys for like, he's like keep sending the letters he's like I love that people can always relate to her like so I thought that was kind of cool too I love it when an author is like open like that that's awesome I like him more now yeah also I found it interesting that it was written by a man and it's got a female main character I don't think that happened yeah I didn't expect that honestly um and I think the writing style is really good like it was really grabby like it was not too descriptive um Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like it was really easy read. You know how sometimes you pick up a book and it like you feel like you kind of struggle to like get into it or like understand the flow. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like just like right away, like it was super easy. Yeah, definitely. It was one that like I, I read probably like the first quarter of it in one sitting and then was like, I don't want to put it down, but like I need to go take a shower. Like, ah, yeah, it, it, it definitely had those struggles where like you're reading it and you're like, I have to make dinner. Okay, I can I can make dinner while I'm reading. Like it was one where I wanted to keep 
reading the book. I needed to know what happened next. So I literally bought the physical book because I've, I've been trying to mostly read books this year. Um, but because I just literally can't do anything else while I do a physical book, I uh, <clears throat> I ended up buying it on Audible too. I had like two Audible credits. I didn't realize I had. I was like, well, blowing a credit. Perfect. Like, so now I can do both. <laughs> I literally did both because I was like, okay, I need to continue listening to this, but I have life to do. Yeah, need well. to know what happened. Exactly. Um, For sure. Yeah. So I hope you all like that one. Come back in another two weeks and we will have Rachel's mini. Uh, somewhere in there, there's going to be a full episode. Uh, you can always check us out on Instagram at Isn't It Past Your Bedtime and Twitter IIPYB underscore pod to see what else we're reading. You can go to our website to see what's in the archive, what we've talked about in the past, what's coming up next at isn'titpastyourbedtime.com. One time there might even actually be blog posts. One oh my day. God, I swear <laughs> I thought about it. We've been telling you all that progress. for like two years now, but it'll, it'll Life come. Life is hard, okay? Life is hard. <laughs> uh, Gmail, if you have lots of things, isn't it past your bedtime at gmail.com. And yeah, I think that's everything. So we will talk to all of you later. Bye, everyone. Bye.